It's time to get your shit together with the Gist of It podcast. The honest, straight-talking mental health and mindset podcast from Gist Coaching with your host, Chris Piercy. Hey there, Chris Piercy here with the Gist of It podcast. And today I'm going to be talking all about anger. Um, I could have just said anger in a normal way, but apparently I'm not normal. So I decided to say it in an angry way to validate what anger was, just in case you weren't sure. Um, now, anger, of course, is one of the emotions that people kind of shy away from quite a lot. Uh, and this is going to sound weird straight off the bat. So um, anger is one of the most beautiful emotions, um, which I know sounds like a really odd thing for me to say, but it actually is. So what is anger? Well, anger is the the emotion that we feel when we've been wronged, when our boundaries have been crossed, when our core values have been questioned or, you know, something like that has happened. So it's a an emotion which is there to protect us. It is a protective emotion. And and that is why it's, it is a beautiful thing. Now, when you think about anger, you know, often you kind of think about anger from uh, inside out, maybe, who's just like this revving and flames come out of his head as soon as he kind of reaches even the, the smallest amount of anger. Um, it's You think of it as violence, you think of it as shouting, you think of it as rage and frenzy and whatever. Think about people going berserk. That is what people think of when they think of anger. But anger doesn't have to be um, seen like that. It doesn't have to be used like that. It can be used in an entirely different way. It can be used in a really calm and powerful way. Um, and when it when anger is used in that calm and powerful way, it is probably the most the strongest of all emotions. It's the strongest thing you can do. Um, and you don't have to shout. You don't have to raise your voice. You can talk as calmly as I'm talking right now. Um, and when used like that, it is beautiful because it's. I mean, people say about love being beautiful. Yeah, love is is beautiful, but love is so outward. It's you know love towards another person. Um, Anger is almost protecting, it is protecting ourselves and our core values and who we are. Uh, And used right, it is actually beautiful. So we've established that anger is misunderstood and you still don't believe me when I say that it's beautiful. But, you know, fair enough. That's uh, up to you to decide. Uh, So I'm going to go through a whole bunch of things. I'm going to say... 13. It might be 14. You're not going to be counting, so who cares? But here's a bunch of things that you can do to help yourself use anger in a better way and to stop yourself using anger in the wrong, shouty, violent, horrible way that everyone thinks of anger. So uh, let's get into it with number one. I'm not going to count as we go along. I'm just going to say, and this one's next, but here's number one. To start off with, think before you speak. Now, no, anger kind of cuts us to our core. It's it's kind of like I said, it's protective. So it's gonna when we are wronged, we want to we want to right that wrong, you know, and we want it done. You know, anger tends to want it done instantly. It wants to kind of set things right, and and as such, words can often kind of start falling out of your mouth before you've had a, a chance to think about what's going on. Um, so when you feeling that you're angry, it is perfectly acceptable and almost recommended for you to take some time, 
whether that means leaving the the argument or situation entirely to kind of gather your thoughts or whether you just go, hang on a minute, I need a minute and just take a few breaths or whatever it might be. Because if you say, once once you've said something, it's been said. And you know, whilst you can apologize for stuff that you don't necessarily mean, it, sometimes it can be, perhaps be too late. So first tip, think before you speak. And along the same note as this, um, try and calm yourself down before expressing like your full concerns about stuff. Now, you know, in the previous point, I'm talking about what you might say in the moment, perhaps, and kind of taking some time to think. But if something has happened and you've been wronged, or you know, I'm just going to keep saying that you've been wronged because that kind of covers a lot of stuff. So if you've if you've been wronged, then if you've got concerns that have arisen from the fact you have been wronged, then go away, take some time and process these what the whole situation means to you before you bring up those concerns with whoever or whatever it might be. Because what we say in the moment is going to be tainted by a whole bunch of other things and it's going to be tainted by the people that you're with, perhaps. And it's better to go away and take time to process the whole thing that it kind of percolate in your head before you talk about exactly what it is that uh, has upset you so much. So not only take time to kind of, um, think about what you're going to say in the moment, but also on the wider scale, um, take time to and process things before you express your full concerns about it. Number three, find a physical outlet. I mean, it's anger brings up a lot of adrenaline. It kind of brings up this kind of, you know, talk about the fight, flight, freeze and the other four Fs as well. Um, but it tends to just want us, make us full of shakiness. And, and that is adrenaline pumping around our body. And it, you know, we can decide how that's used. Now, used incorrectly, that's when people get violent. That's when people get shouty. That's when people get like aggressive that doesn't have to be directed towards anyone or doesn't even have to be directed towards anything. So some form of physical exercise is a really great way of getting rid of that. So if you've got adrenaline pumping, go for a run, um, go boxing, you know, go skateboarding, go climbing, go, go do something physically active to, you know, release all of that pent up energy, all of that adrenaline, all of that kind of that, that feeling of aggression to, to get it out. So that's my next tip. Next up, uh, use relaxation techniques. I mean, when people are angry, people say, calm down, which makes you more angry. So I appreciate that in the moment of feeling full anger, it's, you know, sitting down and doing a meditation is going to be borderline impossible. So I'm not talking about doing this kind of in the moment, but people who feel anger are often... Um, they kind of have a baseline of anger, which is quite high. Um, so using relaxation techniques such as mindfulness, such as meditation, or, you know, some sort of creative outlet such as um, drawing or writing down your thoughts or something like that can just help to bring down that kind of baseline. So when something does come up, which, you know, upsets you or you've been wronged in some way, uh, it doesn't scoot up to that nine out of 10, nine out of 10, 10 out of 10 anger where things are going to go completely off the rails. If you've reduced your kind of baseline anger with some relaxation techniques, then it can stop you getting as angry as you might normally get. Um, so that's my next tip. And on a similar note with that, uh, find ways to vent your anger. Like 
like I said, that baseline anger is one of the things that can be a, a big cause of problems because it doesn't take much to jump up. So think of different ways in which you can vent off a little bit of your frustration or anger, whether that is, um, like I said, things like I said a minute ago, like writing down your thoughts, whether, whether that's um, talking to someone and just letting off a bit because um, if you don't, it's like shaking up a like Coke bottle um, and when you take that lid off or the lid gets forced off because you're so angry, it's, um, it just all explodes everywhere. Um, so the bits of things that you can do to vent off your anger is the idea of putting the Coke bottle down for a minute, whereas rather than kind of just shaking it and shaking it and shaking it. So find whatever suits you to vent off a little bits of anger along the way. Slightly more direct thing here, um, in general, if there are things which anger you day in, day out, um, don't look at the the symptom, um, look at the cure. So the symptom is you get angry about something, but what is the cure to that? What is the thing which has kind of angered you in the first place? Go back to kind of, go back to the source. So if it's something that your partner is doing um, consistently, and it just winds you up and it winds you up and it winds you up and you're not doing anything about that, you're not having a conversation to try and resolve that, then you are not do- then you're, you are doing yourself a disservice. You're doing your relationship a disservice. So better to say, um, I feel like when you're doing that, it means that this happens to me and that really upsets me or whatever it may, might, might be. Or maybe it's something with a work colleague. Maybe it's something with someone you're trying to get in a relationship with. Uh, you know, whatever it might be, actually have a look at what would cure the thing which kind of winds you up so much on a regular basis. That's right, Jazz. Here's a weird one. Um, a lot of anger stems from people being too optimistic. Weird, right? People say about being positive, got to be positive. I mean, I've spoken in endless quantities about uh, toxic positivity but you know, say yeah i wanted this to happen and this to happen is that and i expected this to happen i was optimistic i wanted i want to be optimistic i want to make sure that things happen like life has a funny way of just going fuck you no that's not happening for you i'm afraid um and for some people it doesn't for other people it does but if you're very optimistic about stuff that's going to oh, this is going to happen and i'm going to get this and i'm going to get that and when those things don't happen, because you've set completely unrealistic expectations of what the the universe or the world is going to provide for you, you can get angry because it's like, well, why haven't I got that? I I put it on my vision board or whatever it might be. So have a look at how optimistic you're being. Are you setting real, realistic expectations for your life and your world? If you are not then that can be a source of anger. It can be a source of frustration because things aren't going the way that you expect them to go. So, you know, check in with your levels of optimism and just check whether the expectations you've put out there are realistic ones. Because if they aren't, then (laughs) you're going to find anger coming to the surface. If you're having a conversation with someone about, you know, I said about the the cure to the situation, if you're going to have conversations with someone about something that's upset you where you've been wronged, then you need to try and use 
I statements, talking about yourself rather than you statements. Because if you say, well, you do this and that, uh, start with, because that, that's when, when you say that, that's very accusatory uh, and that's just going to cause things to bubble up even more. So it's better to start with a statement with I. So I feel as if when I've spent the whole day clearing up the house that it's okay for me to expect it to be tried to be kept clean. So when you leave your cereal bowl, you can see where I'm going with this, but kind of just saying things calmly and saying them from your point of view with an I statement rather than a, well, you did this! Don't hold grudges. It, what, what's what's the point? Ask yourself if you if you're if you're someone who's holding a grudge right now, if you're you're holding something over someone, if you're not forgiving them, ask yourself how that's benefiting you. Don't worry about what what the impact on them is. How is it benefiting you to be holding a grudge about something? Um, I'll wait. There's there's no benefit. There is no benefit whatsoever. Now, the instant answer is, well, if I forgive them, then that means they've got away with it, so they'll do it again. I want to make something incredibly clear about forgiveness. When you forgive someone for something that they've done, that, that forgiveness is for you. It isn't for them. Forgiving someone allows you to let it go. And... By letting it go, it can stop bothering you so much. So you can actually forgive people for stuff that they've done without even telling them. You can say, you know what, when that person did this, this and this and treated me like shit, that wasn't great at all. But you know what, I'm going to forgive them because I need to let it go for me. For me. So holding grudges is going to get you nowhere. Now, when I when I say that about forgiveness, I'm not just saying, "Oh, don't worry about it. it it's okay that you pe- you punch me in the face, you know, all the time. I forgive you." That's it's not about that. Forgiveness can also come with uh, a new set of boundaries. Like, yeah, I, I I forgive you absolutely. I, I I forgive you. However, now this this now mean because you did this. This now means this. I've got a whole um, thing about setting boundaries. So if that's something that applies to you, then do go and check that out. But forgiveness is all about you. It isn't about them. So stop holding grudges. Humor can, and I'm saying can, not is, can be a great way of just kind of easing off when um, there's anger about just kind of make light of it slightly, it allows you to kind of vent out a little bit of that anger. Um, Not sarcasm, because that can be taken completely the wrong way, but yeah, a bit bit of humour, that can help. Don't shout. I mean, I've kind of alluded to this already, but if you get angry at someone and you shout at them, then if they're just as bad at processing anger as you are, then they'll shout, and then you'll shout, and then they'll shout, and then you're both shouting. And then it becomes a who can shout the loudest competition, and no words, you might as well just be going at each other really loudly, because no words are being heard, Words, are, the wrong words are being said, and it just all doesn't help 
anything whatsoever. So don't shout. Better to do what I said earlier and walk away and just say, I'm going to come back and have this conversation when we can have the conversation properly. Um, which again ties in with saying, well, you're shouting at me, so I'm not talking to you. Better to say, when we can talk about this, the, the classic thing is, when you're ready to talk about this in a calm way, it's like, no, we. Um, so kind of a double one there. Don't shout, and if you need to, walk away and say, when we're ready to talk about this in a way which is calmer, um, we, I'll, I'll be back. Something like that. And finally, although I'm sure there's more things in here that I've missed, and if I've missed any, then you know, drop a comment below, something that you, you do yourself to help with anger. Uh, finally, know when your anger is really an issue. Now, if you're finding yourself getting angry every single day, or like multiple times a day, or multiple times in a week, and it's starting to impact on your life, then maybe it's time to seek help out that sort of thing. Now, as a hypnotherapist and life coach, I, it is something that I've helped people with in the past and something I would be very happy to help with you, help you with in the future. So recognize when it's got to the point where anger is actually having a huge impact on your life. Are you having to, um, are you having to drink or take drugs or something to, you know, chill out more? Are you having to, is it, affecting your relationships is it affecting your work is it affecting this is it affecting you know once it's having a big enough impact on your life that you feel you know what this might be a problem then maybe it's time to seek professional help from someone obviously you can go and see your gp about that or you can come directly to someone like myself uh, and you, know, you can have a free consultation with me chat things over find out where things are at see what i can do for you but uh Hopefully, the things that I've said so far may hold a little bit of the key to the secret to calming you down. So I really hope that you've enjoyed this. Uh, if you haven't and it hasn't helped at all, then leave an angry comment below. Um, other than that, I look forward to catching you for another episode of the Gist of It podcast soon. Um, if you're interested in having any sessions with me or a free consultation, drop me an email, chris at gystcoaching.co.uk or head to gystcoaching.co.uk to um, find out more about me, fill in a contact form. Uh, chat to you soon. Bye-bye. Head to gistcoaching.co.uk to read blogs, get in touch or find out more about working directly with Chris to get your shit together. To follow us on social media, search for Gist Life Coaching.